we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, are pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Why is everything about you a debate? What's the point of love? Every time I showed it, I was broken and it's forced me just to only want to hate. Why is it only one you but multiple religions? Why does every conversation end in a division? Why does everybody want to tell us how to live but they won't listen to the same damn message that they give? Tell me how to feel. Tell me what's wrong. I tried to call. Pick up the phone. I'm on my own. Everybody says you coming back to man. Why the hell's it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work then destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me all you black or all you white. I don't even really care. I just really want to know what's right. They've been saying one thing, but I've been looking in the book. And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life. Tell me where I'm going. Is it heaven or hell? I just hope this message greets you well. Had a dream that I was walking with the devil. Don't remember how it feels, but I swear that I remember the smell. Looked me right into my eye and told me everything I wanted could be mine if I gave up and decided to sell. But I said I'd rather die than get mine. Now I'm here. No fear, one man with a story to tell. Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it? When they set the bar and I exceeded it? My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover, but I've never took the time to fucking read this shit. I remember telling you my goals and my dreams, but you didn't even answer, so I guess you didn't believe in it. I remember sitting with a gun to my head trying to ask you for some I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe and he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this place Dear God How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? 
How do I believe in the concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God! Supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit. So maybe it's you who actually fears me. I don't know the answer, I just wanna see it clearly. So many lies and a thousand different theories. All I wanna know is who really made religion. Cause I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me. No more lies, no more death. Bring back King, bring back X. Please, dear God, let their soul rest. Protect who's left and watch their steps. Dear God, dear God. I don't wanna have to ask you again. I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer. So I'll end this all by saying amen. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. How's everyone doing this morning? Lucid, good to see you, darling. Ben, glad you're up so early. Lindsay, Kristen, Life of Brian, PN, good to see everybody this morning. Happy Monday. Hmm. I'm tired. I was up late, later than I should have been. My son called me at hypocrite this morning because uh i was up later than him and then i was yelling at him for being up so late last night except i was up earlier than him too because i was the one that woke him up to go to school this morning so i was up later than i should have been but i was having a conversation a discussion rather with gabriel who came to visit me so which tells me that, uh, well, he came and said, what are your questions? I always have questions. So I asked him, I said, why do you think I have writer's block? I've been writing. He said, have you really? Maybe I'm not writing what I'm supposed to be writing. Apparently back in the day, the day of Jesus, there were many, many, many more books. Every single one of his disciples wrote about every aspect of his life that they saw as they were directed. And most of those books have been lost. So we're going to try to preserve some kind of a record of what's happening now. And then we had a discussion about blessings because our third test, test number three, we talked about this last week, is about blessings. Many times I've heard most of you described yourself as blessed. Many more times I've heard you give blessings to your loved ones or those that you cherish as friends or family. So I ask all of you for this third test to answer the five questions while describing being blessed or giving blessings. Who deserves blessings? What does it mean to be blessed? 
Where do you find blessings or is there a place you find yourself that you give blessings more often? How is a blessing received? Do not answer the question with how you bless someone, but answer it based on how you receive the blessing if and when you do. Why is being blessed important? So as I explained to Gabriel, and I'm about to explain to y'all, when anyone asks me how I am, I say that I'm blessed. It's true. I am blessed. I have a roof over my head. I have food to eat. I have two beautiful children. I have an amazing, loving husband. I have two loyal, faithful dogs, a whole slew of chickens. I am blessed. But where do those blessings come from? They don't just magically appear. No, they all come from God. All blessings come from God. Right? So who are we to bless someone else? The only time I say God bless you, honestly, is if someone sneezes. Because saying God bless you isn't a blessing. It's a prayer. It's a request. Who am I to bless someone? That's not in my power or my purview. I can ask God to bless someone, but I can't actually bless them. So it's a request. It's a prayer. I make it on someone else's behalf. Better to say, God, please bless this person rather than say, God bless you. Maybe it's a little more definitive. Thinking that you can bless someone, even a priest, honestly, especially these days. Thinking that you can personally bless someone is arrogant, borderline idolatry. Blessings come from God. That's it. Not from man. Not from some mystical force. Unless you consider God a mystical force. Blessings come from God. So how is a blessing received? More I think the question is, how is a blessing deserved or received? Yeah. You know, it makes me think of a video that we played on the Patriot Party podcast a week or so ago of the girl who was like, you know, in these really hard times when it's three days from payday and I'm completely broke and I have no food, I look around and the way I deal with it is saying, wow, my ancestors would say, oh my God, you have pistachios, you have macadamia nuts, you have water that you can drink out of a bottle. Those are blessings. It's your mindset. It's your perception. It's how you receive them that's important. If you have seemingly everything and yet all you greed for is more and disregard what you have, 
you're not receiving God's blessings very well. I hate to break it to you. If you are grateful for every little thing you have, even the smallest thing, even what seems to be the most inconsequential thing, those are all blessings from God. And that's how you receive it with grace, being grateful. So, why is being blessed important? Because if you're not blessed, you literally have nothing. God loves you. He wants to show you that he loves you. So he blesses you. How you receive that blessing is the important part. And then I received this about being blessed. Your answers will change frequently day to day. It may seem easy to find many answers or it may be difficult to find more than one answer to each five. I challenge all of you to try to answer these questions without God being in your answer. Is it possible to be blessed or to receive blessings without God being the root and heart of the entire concept of blessings? No. No, it's not. That's it. Do not fail in completing the test without multiple answers. Only blessings come from God. Everything else is a request to God. So it is my challenge to you to, to question if you can answer them without God being the rock of which blessings come from. I'll try. I'm game. Who deserves blessings? Who deserves blessings? Everyone. Or maybe no one these days. Everyone, deceives, everyone deserves blessings. But it's based on their character as to how they receive them. So what does it mean to be blessed? It means to have what you need and be grateful for it. Where do you find blessings? Or is there a place where you find yourself where you give blessings more often? Where do you find blessings? You find blessings everywhere, all around you. Look everywhere. This computer that was gifted to us is a blessing. These lights, they were Justin's lights. Camera was Justin's camera. That's a blessing. Annie laying on the couch or the studio bed, that's a blessing. Being able to see the ducks at the edge of the pond through the window here, that's a blessing. Finding Brother Matt that we're going to play here in a moment, that's a blessing. All of you, every single one of you that's listening to me right now, watching, 
You are all blessings. Coffee. Coffee is a blessing. So where do you find blessings? Everywhere. Is there a place that I find myself giving blessings more often than not? Yeah, just if someone sneezes. <laughs> more like a time period. Cold and flu season. When everyone's lacking vitamin D and their bodies are cycling any parasitic debris out of them. So it makes you sick, you know. How is a blessing received? That's up to you. You know, when I was working for the man, corporate environment, my upper level management, corporate management, were so cautious about how they spoke to people because people would take so much offense to criticism. But with me, I was like, no, lay it on me. Tell me what I did wrong so I can fix it. And they'd be flabbergasted. They're like, you take criticism better than anybody I've ever met because it's a blessing. How can you fix it if you don't know what's wrong? People take things too personally. So how do you receive a blessing? Me? I receive every blessing, everything, be it good or bad, with the mindset that it's going to help me improve in the future. Especially the bad. You have to find blessings in everything, good or bad. Justin's death was one of the hardest things that we've ever gone through. And yet even that brought its own small blessings. It brought all of us, so many of us together. Liana, James, for me, the people, Shauna, all of y'all, all Wolfpack, we would not be in this place right now if he hadn't opted out. So while that was brutal and horrible, in its own way, it was a blessing. So why is being blessed important? Because if you're not blessed, being blessed isn't just about having things. It's about how you receive them. If you are not blessed, you are ungrateful, unloving, unworthy, unwilling, evil. You might have everything and yet all you want is more. So that's my answer. Why is being blessed important? You tell me. And with that being said, I'm going to move on to Brother Matt's message for the day before we get started here. 
I'm really trying not to go late today because I am uh, trying to run each show independently so you guys can go back and find it on Rumble and Pilled and whatnot after the fact. So it takes me a few minutes to get it set up at the end of the show and I don't want to cut into Lyona's show too long. So here's Brother Matt. Well, hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt. Seriously? Are you kidding me right now? Come on. There's no reason for this. Back with another message from the Lord. The message that I'm going to read today wow. is from this morning, December 6th. 2023. If you are new to this channel, welcome. And I encourage you to check out the other messages that I have been posting uh, since I started posting back in August. Uh, what I do on this channel is just share the message that the Lord gave me. I share it the way that he gave it to me. I read it to you really with no added interpretation or explanation. And um, yeah, so grateful as always for those of you who uh, are subscribed to this channel, who comment, who like, and uh, and do all of those great things, and especially those of you that are sharing these videos with others, we do encourage you, as always, if you have prayer requests, uh, please do put them in the comments so that I and others uh, here within this community on this channel can pray for you. Um, we welcome that. Also wanted to give you a, uh, a quick announcement. I have started a Substack so that I can make the, the the content, the messages available so you can read it. Um, also, it looks like Substack has the ability to do footnoting and annotation so I can add the scriptural cross-references and things as I've been looking at those. So I'm going to put a link uh, here either in the, in the video or in the description so you can go over there and check it out. And uh, I'll be trying to post uh, stuff there so you can read it. So having said all of those things, I want to go ahead and get started uh, with the message for December 6th. This message is uh, a little bit long. It has a few different audiences, but I think it'd be pretty clear um, who the Lord is speaking to here. So here we go, December 6th, 2023. What would you ask of me? And I said back to the Lord when he asked this question, to see you, Lord to see your face, to be in your presence. And then the Lord continued, you shall see me at my coming. You will see me face to face on that day. Tell them I am coming. Tell them to be ready. Tell them to prepare themselves for my day. The hidden things shall be revealed. The secret things shall be laid bare. The plans of men shall be broken and abandoned. I will break the powers and the princes with my fist. They will not stand. Even you, O haughty one, shall be brought low. You are bound for perdition. You will not stand. I will uproot you from your place. 
I will utterly devastate you and your works. Your princes will be disarmed. Your works shall be pulled down. They are bound for destruction. As you are condemned to destruction. It is the Lord who condemns you. It is the Lord who uproots you. Your authority shall be taken from you, O prince. You deceiver of the nations. Your time is coming to an end. For I, the Lord, the only righteous judge, am he who condemns you. Accuser, deceiver, destroyer, you who are the liar of old shall be dragged into the light. You will be bound, O dragon, in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, I rebuke you. The Lord rebukes you. Your agents cannot hide themselves in the darkness any longer. For I will bring all things to light. You that scurry in the light shall be consumed. To my chosen ones say, You who labor, you who are heavy laden, you who are weary, you who are broken by this world, come unto me, for I shall give you rest. You who have washed in the blood of the Lamb, you I have made clean. I have not forgotten you. I have seen you. I have heard you. I am coming for you. Look for me. Look for the sign of my coming. Hold on. Hold on for my day, O oh my people. For my day is coming soon. I will come like lightning comes from the east. I will come suddenly upon you at an hour you do not expect. Keep your watch and prepare yourselves for that day. Make this declaration to the nations. I am coming for my possession, O nations. You cannot hold me back from what is mine. I will shake you. I will sift you. I will move you from your places. I will release the captives, O nations. I will ransom all those that are mine. If you were wise, you would turn to me. But you still think that you can resist. None can resist me. None can hold me back from what is mine. No height, no depth, no gate, no door, no prince, no king, no nation. Hell itself could not hope to hold back from me what is mine. For I am the Lord, the Almighty One, the maker of heaven and earth. 
Do you not know, O nations, that it is I that set you in your places? It is I that appointed kings over you, yet you would rebel against me. Release what is mine. Return unto me my possession, O nations. Your armies will fall. Your towers will fall. Your land shall be given to another. For you thought you could withhold from me what is mine. O deceiver, you who would deceive all nations, your time is short. What was given into your hands for this time shall soon be returned to me. Shall soon be returned unto me. I will break your grip. I will smash your teeth. I will crush your head, O serpent. You are under my heel, and I will grind you down. On your belly you shall go, O cursed one, O eater of dirt. The hour is appointed. It is near. Finish your labors, O my people, and complete the work that I have given you to do. I will not linger. Even now, I am at the door. Soon the call will go out. The bridegroom is coming for his own. Ready your lamps that you might come in to me on that day. Stay alert, stay watchful, look for my hand among you, for I am here. That is the word that the Lord gave me to share with you today, December 6, 2023. Brothers and sisters, I pray that you will be encouraged, that you will be strengthened, that you will finish the work that the Lord has appointed for you to do the time that remains. And I look forward to the day when we are all gathered together, we can celebrate together at his table. So be blessed and I will catch you guys next time. Well, hey, I like saying be blessed better. Hold on. My internet is being stupid this morning. Give me a second. That's better. So be blessed. But again, it's about how you receive the blessing. So let's pray before we get into the book. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return and go about our daily lives at the same time and be blessed. Thank you, God, for your blessings upon us. Thank you. Thank you for sending your messengers to show us the way to set us on our path. 
to reveal the markers. Thank you for our children whose innocence, curiosity, unconditional love remind us of what we're fighting for. Thank you for our animals who show us what unconditional love really is and what it's like to live for you. Thank you for my husband, my rock. Thank you for all of our friends and family. They are one and the same. Thank you for bringing us all together. For letting us know we're not crazy. And we're not alone. Thank you for giving us courage, discernment, understanding. Thank you for life. Every day, thank you for life. So. We are in the second book of Chronicles. We finished up on Saturday with chapter 15. Speaking of Asa. So, chapter 16. In the sixth and thirtieth year of the reign of Asa Basha, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah to the intent that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa brought out silver and gold out of the treasures of the house of the Lord and of the king's house and sent to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, that dwelt at Damascus, saying, There is a league between me and thee, as there was between my father and thy father. Behold, I have sent thee silver and gold. Go, break thy league with Basha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. And Ben-Hadad hearkened unto king Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. And they smote Ejon and Dan and Abelmaim and all the store cities of Naphtali. And it came to pass when Basha heard it, that he left off building of Ramah and let his work cease. Then Asa the king took all Judah and they carried away the stones of Ramah and the timber thereof, wherewith Basha was building. And he built therewith Geba and Mitzpah. And at that time, Hanani, the seer, came to Asa, king of Judah, and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Syria, and not relied on the Lord thy God, therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubans a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet, because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth thou shalt have wars. 
Then Asa was wroth with the seer and put him in a prison house, for he was in a rage with him because of this thing. And Asa oppressed some of the people the same time. And behold, the acts of Asa, first and last, lo, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Asa in the thirtieth and ninth year of his reign was diseased in his feet until his disease was exceeding great. Yet in his disease he sought not to the Lord, but to the physicians. And Asa slept with his fathers and died in the one and fortieth year of his reign. And they buried him in his own sepulchres, which he had made for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the bed, which was filled with sweet odors and diverse kinds of spices prepared by the apothecary's art. And they made a very great burning for him. Chapter 17. And Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his stead and strengthened himself against Israel. And he placed forces in all the fenced cities of Judah and set garrisons in the land of Judah and in the cities of Ephraim, which Asa, his father, had taken. And the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the first ways of his father David and sought not unto Baalim but sought to the Lord God of his father and walked in his commandments and not after the doings of Israel. Therefore, the Lord established the kingdom in his hand and all Judah brought to Jehoshaphat presents and he had riches and honor and abundance and his heart was lifted up in the ways of the Lord. Moreover, he took away the high places and groves out of Judah. Also in the third year of his reign, he sent to his princes, even to Ben-Hael, and to Obadiah, and to Zechariah, and to Nathaniel, and to Micaiah, to teach in the cities of Judah. And with them he sent Levites, even Shemaiah, and Nathaniah, and Zebediah, and Asahel, and Shemaroth, and Jehonathan, and Adonijah, and Tobijah, and Tobedonijah, Levites. And with them Elishama and Jehoram, priests. And they taught in Judah and had the book of the law of the Lord with them and went about throughout all the cities of Judah and taught the people. And the fear of the Lord fell upon all the kingdoms of the lands that were round about Judah so that they made no war against Jehoshaphat. Also, some of the Philistines brought Jehoshaphat presents and tribute silver. And the Arabians brought him flocks, 7,700 rams and 7,700 he-goats. And Jehoshaphat waxed great exceedingly, and he built in Judah castles and cities of store, and he had much business in the cities of Judah. And the men of war, mighty men of valor, were in Jerusalem. And these were the numbers of them according to the house of their fathers, of Judah, the captains of thousands, Adna the chief, and with him, mighty men of valor, three hundred thousand. And next to him was Jehobanan the captain, and with him, two hundred and fourscore thousand. And next to him was Amasiah, the son of Zikri, who willingly offered himself unto the Lord, and with him, two hundred thousand mighty men of valor. And of Benjamin, Aliada, a mighty man of valor, and with him, armed men with bow and shield, two hundred thousand. And next to him was Jehozabad, and with him, an hundred and fourscore thousand ready prepared for the war. These waited on the king, beside those whom the king put in the fenced cities throughout all Judah. 
Now Jehoshaphat had riches and honor and abundance and joined affinity with Ahab. And after certain years, he went down to Ahab to Samaria. And Ahab killed sheep and oxen for him in abundance and for the people that he had with him and persuaded him to go up with him to Ramoth Gilead. And Ahab, king of Israel, said unto Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, Wilt thou go with me to Ramoth Gilead? And he answered him, I am as thou art, and my people as thy people, and we will be with thee in the war. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Therefore the king of Israel gathered together of prophets four hundred men, and said unto them, Shall we go to Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for God will deliver it into the king's hand. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord beside, that we might inquire of him? And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he never prophesied good unto me, but always evil. The same as Micaiah, the son of Imlah. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. And the king of Israel called for one of his officers and said, Fetch quickly Micaiah, the son of Imlah. And the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, sat either of them on his throne, clothed in their robes, and they sat in a void place at the entering in of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets prophesied before them. And Zedekiah, the son of Chanaha, Chanana, had made him horns of iron and said, Thus saith the Lord, With these thou shalt push Syria until they be consumed. And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And the messenger that went to call Micaiah spake to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophets declare good to the king with one assent. Let thy word, therefore, I pray thee, be like one of theirs, and speak thou good. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, even what my God saith, that will I speak. And when he was come to the king, the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And he said, Go ye up and prosper, and they shall be delivered into your hand. And the king said to him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou say nothing but the truth to me in the name of the Lord? Then he said, I did see all Israel scattered upon the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return, therefore, every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would not prophesy good unto me, but evil? Again he said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne, and all the host of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead. And one spake, saying, After this manner, and another saying, After that manner. Then there came out a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him and thou shalt also prevail. Go out and do even so.
Now, therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of thy, these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil against thee. Then Zedekiah, the son of Chanana, came near and smote Micaiah upon the cheek and said, Which way went the spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see on that day when thou shalt go into an inner chamber for to hide thyself. Then the king of Israel said, Take ye Micaiah and carry him back to Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction until I return in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou certainly return in peace, then hath not the Lord spoken by me. And he said, Hearken, all ye people. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went up to Ramoth Gilead. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself, and I will go to the battle, but put thou on thy robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself, and they went to the battle. Now the king of Syria had commanded the captains of the chariots that were with him, saying, Fight ye not with small or great, save only with the king of Israel. And it came to pass when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, they, that they said, It is the king of Israel. Therefore they compassed about him to fight. But Jehoshaphat cried out, and the Lord helped him. And God moved them to depart from him. For it came to pass that when the captains of the chariots perceived that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back again from pursuing him. And a certain man drew a bow at a venture and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Therefore, he said to his chariot man, turn thine hand that thou mayest carry me out of the host for I am wounded. And the battle increased that day. Howbeit the king of Israel stayed himself up in his chariot against the Syrians until the even. And about the time the sun going down, he died. Chapter 19, and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned to his house in peace to Jerusalem. And Jehu, the son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet him and said to King Jehoshaphat, Shouldest thou help the ungodly and love them that hate the Lord? Therefore is wrath upon thee from before the Lord. Nevertheless, there are good things found in thee, in that thou hast taken away the groves out of the land and hast prepared thine heart to seek God. And Jehoshaphat dwelt at Jerusalem, and he went out again through the people from Beersheba to Mount Ephraim, and brought them back unto the Lord God of their fathers. And he set judges in the land throughout all the fenced cities of Judah, city by city, and said to the judges, Take heed what ye do, for ye judge not for man, but for the Lord, who is with you in the judgment." Wherefore now let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Take heed and do it, for there is no inequity with the Lord our God, nor respect of persons, nor taking of gifts. Moreover in Jerusalem did Jehoshaphat said of the Levites, and of the priests, and of the chief of the fathers of Israel, for the judgment of the Lord, and for controversies when they returned to Jerusalem. And he charged them, saying, Thus shall ye do in the fear of the Lord, faithfully, and with a perfect heart, and what cause soever shall come to you of your brethren that dwell in their cities, between blood and blood, 
between law and commandment, statutes and judgments. Ye shall even warn them that they trespass not against the Lord, and so wrath come upon you and upon your brethren. This do, and ye shall not trespass. And behold, Amariah the chief priest is over you in all matters of the Lord, and Zebediah the son of Ishmael, the ruler of the house of Judah, for all the king's matters, also the Levites shall be officers before you. Deal courageously, and the Lord shall be with the good. Okay, we're going to finish up there today at the end of chapter 19. We will pick up with chapter 20 tomorrow. So, don't forget, Liana comes up next for your all-day show. Starting out with some Buck Rogers. News, music, memes, whatever. Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show. 15 minutes of music before the Patriot Party podcast kicks off at 6 p.m. So come tune in then. And then uh, this show will replay at 9 o'clock tonight. Patriot Party podcast. No, I'm sorry. Um, Freedom Gardens from Saturday will play after that. And then lay on a show after that. So come check it out. And I pray that the Lord keeps you all safe and secure in the shadow of his wing until he returns for all of us and that he blesses you with grace and courage. So thanks y'all for watching. Make it a wonderful day. See you on the flip side. Good morning, friends. Happy Tuesday. It is Tuesday, right? I think so. Hard to tell sometimes. Yeah, it's Tuesday. So, a little chilly out again this morning here. That nice little heat wave we had is gone. Which means I get to keep my bird inside for a little bit longer. My child is not thrilled. His room kind of smells like a chicken coop. Poor thing. I'll get over it, though. She is getting better, though. Because you know that doctors don't heal you, right? Y'all are aware of that? God heals you. Your body's designed to heal itself. Literally, God heals you. So, doctors just facilitate that healing, especially surgeons. They'll uh, remove something that's not supposed to be there or set your bones or stitch up, but they don't actually heal you. And you know, the meds they give you generally make it worse for the most part. The meds God gives you generally makes it better. So I bring this up, not just because of my chicken. Our friend Wes, who had brain surgery a few weeks ago, they were not able to remove all of the tumor 
but they were able to analyze it. It is uh, about as bad as it gets. They said there's nothing they can do. So we leave it in God's hands with God's medicine, prayer, fasting. And the plants that God gives us to help heal. But lots of prayer. Lots and lots of prayer. So please pray for our friend Wes. That he may recover. Because we need him on this side. Not on the flip side. So. Let's go ahead and... Uh, start with Brother Matt, the next in his series of messages. Let's see. Is it this one? Or did I play that one yesterday? No, it is this one. Here's brother of Matt for the morning. Hey, brothers and sisters, it's brother Matt back again with another. Are you kidding me, stupid internet? What are you doing? For real? This is not right. Their message from the Lord. Uh, this message is from today, December 8th, 2023. If you are new to this channel, welcome. Glad to have you here. Please do check out the other videos that I've uh, posted here. What I do on this channel is as the Lord gives me messages to share, I share them with you the way that he gave them to me. I don't add any extra things to it or explanation or, or things like that. I just give you what he gave to me. I try to declare to you what he gave me to declare to you exactly the way he gave it to me. I... Um, I'm grateful as always for those of you who have been subscribed, who, who like and comment on these videos. And as always, I encourage you guys, if you have prayer requests, if you have comments, if you have thoughts or ideas about some of the things in this video or just whatever's going on in your life, you're welcome to put those things in the comment section. I do try to respond uh, where I can. I know sometimes there's questions that come through that I can't always get to, and um, I, but I, I do the best I can do. Um, so I'm grateful as always for all of you guys and uh, encourage you to continue to share these messages with other people. I also want to announce again that I started a Substack, which allows me to post the content um, of each message and then I can put some annotation and some footnotes. And so I'll link that uh, here so you can click off to get to the Substack. And you should be able to just read the the message without having to do anything extra. And if you want to subscribe to it so that it comes into your email box, there's a, there's a way to subscribe somehow. I'm kind of new to that, but um, seems to be a good way to put the material available. So you can not only just hear me uh, read it out, but you can read it for yourself with your own eyes and, and maybe spend a little more time thinking about it, processing it. I uh, 
would like to pray for several folks who've asked for prayer um, over the last couple of days. You know, I, I can't always do that on the video, but I do want to do that today. So let's just take a moment to pray. And uh, I want to pray for Perry, um, who's uh, been struggling with some discouragement for Christopher and um, some issues with their family business, for Nana Banana, for healing, uh, for Bama Bird, spiritual warfare stuff, for Wendy Lee, who's having um, some feet pain issues, and um, for I Wish I Was Home, for her parents to wake up. So I know uh, a lot of you guys watching this video have your own requests, your own needs, unspoken requests and things like that. So we're just going to pray in general also, but we'll pray for these people that we've named as well. So let's take a moment, brothers and sisters, and just pray. Heavenly Father, maker of heaven and earth, Lord of lords, King of kings, our healer, our master, our Lord, God, we just bring these brothers and sisters to you now, and we put their needs and their requests before you, God, and we ask that you would move. We ask that you would heal. We ask that you would intervene in the, the needs of their lives and that you would provide for them, Lord. We know that you are a provider. You are Jehovah Jireh. Um, you provide the things that we need, Lord, and we're able to make requests to you, and we thank you for that. You are also Jehovah Rapha. You are the healer. Jesus, you are the great physician. And so we give you glory and we give you praise and we make these requests known to you. I know many of us have other things that we're going through, struggles and challenges and, and um, conflicts at work, conflicts in relationships at home, conflicts in life, health things, just stress, anxiety, all these other things where we put before you right now and we pray, God, that you would move, that you would comfort, that you would strengthen us, that you would help us to keep our hands to the plow for a time such as this, Lord, and that we can continue to be faithful in serving you and in following you uh, until the day comes. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we pray all of this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Um, thank you, brothers and sisters, uh, for praying with me and for praying for these. And as always, if you have prayer requests, you can put them in the comment section. I want to go ahead and read the message from December 8th. Um, I don't know why this was a really hard message to receive. Um, I've had a lot of uh, just pain. And so you can pray for me for that, like really bad pain in my neck, really, since I started posting these messages and just terrible, sometimes really terrible headaches. And, um, and so last night receiving this, um, I <laughs> I would say it's safe to say I received this in a lot of pain and I'm, I'm pretty wiped out today. Um, but anyway, here we go. December 8th, 2023. Sorry for the long prologue. December 8th, 2023. I, the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, the one who was and who is and who is to come. He who brought you out of darkness and into the light, the Alpha and the Omega the one true God, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Emmanuel, the God who is with us. I, the Lord, shall speak. Therefore, listen and heed my words. Today, I will speak. I am sending my emissaries before me to prepare the way for me. Therefore, speak these words as I give you utterance. O servant of the Lord, the day is coming 
it is almost here, when I will take what is mine to be with me. My possession will not be withheld from me. I will gather my weed into the storehouse. I am coming to take that which is mine. It will be as I told you before. It will be swift. It will be sudden. There is no one who will not be impacted. Even those far away in the far reaches. Even they shall be reached by my mighty hand. Warn them, O you emissaries. O you servants of the Lord. Do not cease to speak these things until the day has come upon you. Do not cease to warn them, though their ears are dull, though they cover their ears and cover their eyes. Still you shall tell. Perhaps some will flee from the coming destruction. So here... There was a vision of the angel with the with the bowls. I've seen this image before, this angel before, but I saw it again last night. So I saw an angel hovering above the earth, and it had a large bowl under its arm, and it reaches into the bowl, and it pulls out a handful of something that looks like ashes, and it sprinkles it into the air. So I saw that, and then the Lord continued. I will strike the sea. I will strike the land. I will strike the livestock, the fish, the birds. I will strike the sun. I will strike the moon. I will strike the stars from the sky. As the world was made with my hand, soon... I shall unmake. I will shake the mountains and move them from their places. And dis, sorry, I will shake. Oh, I messed this. I messed this all up. Sorry about this. I will shake the mountains and move them from their places. I will shake the nations and dislodge them from their places. I will uproot the powers, the princes. None can hide from my mighty hand, from my gaze. I am he who is light, and in me no darkness can be found. The time is coming. So, brothers and sisters, that is the word from December 8th. And um, as always, I'm grateful for all of you guys. I pray you'll be blessed and um, I'll see you next time. Thank you, Brother Matt. The time is coming very soon, very, very soon. We are in the Vale of Markers. I don't know what that means. But that's what the angels call this time period, the veil of markers. 
11.3 sets the first marker. The first marker sets future direction. 11.3 was when the day, when the time comes, do not run, do not panic. Set your feet as a stone, my child, for those who scurry shall surely be consumed. My roosters are going crazy in the background. So, but God will provide for his chosen. All you have to do is ask. Last night I was kind of, I'd made pulled pork. It was sitting in the slow cooker all day. Spicy pulled pork. It was good. But uh, I didn't have anything to put it over because I was at my mom's all day and I didn't get a chance to make bread. I was going to make rolls and have pulled pork sandwiches. So I texted my son who was at work and I said, hey, pick up a bag of potatoes on the way home because my potatoes are still growing. And then I went looking for Annie. She was outside in the backyard staring across the pond. And I walked out on the deck and I said, what you looking at, Bear? Because we call her Annie Bear. And for some reason, I looked down. No reason. Just something told me to look down. And literally just below me, in the dog yard, next to the compost box, was the biggest, most beautiful head of buttercrunch lettuce I've ever seen. I didn't plant it there. I don't know where it came from. A seed got spilled or picked up or something when I was planting. It was huge. It was beautiful. Enough salad for eight meals in one head of lettuce. So God will provide. God does provide. The time is coming very soon. A lot of people have been called to prepare different things. Do you know they're building an ark in Ghana? Why would they need an ark in the desert? Other people here have been called to build arks as well. Some people are being prepared for other things. Bodies are changing, healing. God provides for his chosen people. So, I do want to finish second book of Chronicles this week. And uh, I'd like to probably finish the, the last three stories in this book, this weekend, I'll be doing a special Sunday show as well. If we can get through all of this book by Saturday, then on Sunday, we'll do Job, all of Job as a special presentation. We'll see. We'll see how far we get. So that being said, start with a prayer. Dear God, maker of heaven and earth, Jesus called the Christ Emmanuel. Thank you 
for sending us your messengers to tell us what we need to do to prepare for your return. Thank you for giving us the strength and energy to be able to accomplish those things while still going about our daily lives. Thank you for giving us ears to hear your words, eyes to see your signs, the discernment to be able to sift the truth from the lies. the understanding to comprehend those truths, the courage to speak them to others, to speak your word, to speak about you without fear of ridicule, without fear. Thank you, God, for softening the hearts of those who would like to have join us on our path back to you. Thank you for all of those you've already brought to us to follow that path, to prepare for your return, to make way for your kingdom, to come on this earth. Thank you for our animals who teach us about unconditional love and what it is to live for you alone. Thank you for our children, for all the children whose innocence, curiosity, love for life reminds us of what we're fighting for. Thank you for my husband, my rock. Dear God, we pray for healing The pestilence is upon us, but we pray that you heal your chosen, our chosen, especially Wes and Chris and all those who are in pain, sickness, we ask that you, we pray, we beg, God, that you restore their bodies to perfect health so they can truly be prepared for your return. Because we've got a heck of a fight ahead of us. Dear God, we thank you for life every single day. We thank you for life this beautiful place that you've given us to enjoy it, to fight for. So, we are in the second book of Chronicles. Chapter 20. It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them other beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. 
Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side Syria. And behold, they be in Hazazan Tamar, which is in Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heaven of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God? who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever. And they dwelt therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If, when evil cometh upon us, as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. And now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know what, know what we do, but our eyes upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mattaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, Hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jerel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of the Kothites and of the children of the Korhites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. 
And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness, as they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to destroy and slay them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked onto the multitude, and behold, there were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away. And they were three days in gathering of the spoil. It was so much. And on the fourth day they assembled themselves in the valley of Baraka, for there they were blessed, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore the name of the same place was called the Valley of Baraka unto this day. Then they returned, every man of Judah and Jerusalem, and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them, to go again to Jerusalem with joy, for the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. And they came to Jerusalem with psalteries and harps and trumpets unto the house of the Lord. And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they had heard that the Lord fought against the enemies of Israel. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest round about. And Jehoshaphat reigned over Judah. He was thirty and five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty and five years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Azubah the daughter of Shilhi. And he walked in the way of Asa his father, and departed not from it, doing that which was right in the sight of the Lord. Howbeit the high places were not taken away. For as yet the people had not prepared their hearts unto the God of their fathers. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat, first and last, behold, they are written in the book of Jehu, the son of Hanani, who is mentioned in the book of the kings of Israel. And after this did Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, join him with Isaiah, king of Israel, who did very wickedly, and he joined himself with him to make ships to go to Tarshish, and they made the ships in Ezion Geber. Then Eleazar, the son of Dodava of Mereshah, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because thou hast joined thyself with Ahaziah, the Lord hath broken thy works, and the ships were broken, and they were not able to go to Tarshish. Chapter 21. Now Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. And Joram his son reigned in his stead. And he had brethren, the sons of Jehoshaphat, Azariah and Jehiel, and Zechariah, and Azariah, and Michael, and Shephatiah. All these were the sons of Jehoshaphat, king of Israel. And their father gave them great gifts of silver, and of gold, and of precious things, with fenced cities in Judah. But the kingdom he gave to Jehoram, because he was the firstborn.
Now when Jehoram was risen up to the kingdom of his father, he strengthened himself and slew all his brethren with the sword and diverse also of the princes of Israel. Jehoram was 30 and two years old when he began to reign and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem and he walked in the way of the kings of Israel like as did the house of Ahab, for he had the daughter of Ahab to wife, and he wrought that what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Howbeit the Lord would not destroy the house of David because of the covenant that he had made with David, and he promised to give a light to him and to his sons forever. In his days the Edomites revolted from under the dominion of Judah and made themselves a king. When Jehoram went forth with his princes and all his chariots with him, and he rose up by night and smote the Edomites, which compassed him in, and the captains of the chariots. So the Edomites revolted from under the hand of Judah unto this day. The same time also did Libna revolt from under his hand, because he had forsaken the Lord God of his fathers. Moreover, he made high places in the mountains of Judah and caused the inhabitants of Jerusalem to commit fornication and compelled Judah thereto. And there came a writing to him from Elijah the prophet, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of David thy father, Because thou hast not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat thy father, nor in the ways of Asa king of Judah, but hast walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, and hast made Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to go a-whoring, like to the whoredoms of the house of Ahab, and also hast slain thy brethren of thy father's house, which were better than thyself. Behold, with a great plague will the Lord smite thy people, and thy children, and thy wives, and all thy goods. And thou shalt have great sickness by disease of thy bowels, until thy bowels fall out by reason of the sickness day by day. Moreover, the Lord stirred up against Jehoram the spirit of the Philistines and of the Arabians that were near the Ethiopians, and they came up into Judah and break into it and carried away all the substance that was found in the king's house and his sons also and his wives, so that there was never a son left him save Jehoahaz, Jehoahaz, the youngest of his sons. And after all this, the Lord smote him in his bowels with an incurable disease. And it came to pass that in the process of time, after the end of two years, his bowels fell out by reason of his sickness. So he died of sore diseases. And his people made no burning for him like the burning of his fathers. Thirty and two years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years and departed without being desired. Howbeit they buried him in the city of David, but not in the sepulchres of the kings. Chapter 22. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, his youngest son, king in his stead. For the band of men that came with the Arabians to the camp had slain all the eldest. So Ahaziah, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, reigned. Forty and two years old was Ahaziah when he began to reign, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Athaliah, the daughter of Omri. He also walked in the ways of the house of Ahab, for his mother was his counselor to do wickedly. Wherefore he did evil in the sight of the Lord, like the house of Ahab, for they were his counselors after the death of his father to his destruction. He walked also after their counsel 
and went with Jehoram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, to war against Hazael, king of Syria, at Ramoth-Gilead. And the Syrians smote Joram, and he returned to be healed in Jezreel because of the wounds which were given him at Ramah, when he fought with Hazael, king of Syria. And Azariah, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to see Jehoram, the son of Ahab, at Jezreel, because he was sick. At the destruction of Ahaziah, and the destruction of Ahaziah was of God by coming to Joram. For when he was come, he went out with Joram, with Jehoram against Jehu, the son of Nimshi, whom the Lord had anointed to cut off the house of Ahab. And it came to pass that when Jehu was executing judgment upon the house of Ahab and found the princes of Judah and the sons of the brethren in Ahaziah that ministered to Ahaziah, he slew them and he sought Ahaziah. And they caught him, for he was hidden Samaria, and brought him to Jehu. And when they had slain him, they buried him, because, they said, he is the son of Jehoshaphat, who sought the Lord with all his heart. So the house of Ahaziah had no power to keep still the kingdom. But when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed royal of the house of Judah. But Jehoshabeth, the daughter of the king, took Joas, the son of Ahaziah, and stole him from among the king's sons that were slain, and put him and his nurse in a bedchamber. So Jehoshabeth, the daughter of King Jehoram, the wife of Jehodiah the priest, for she was the sister of Ahaziah, hid him from Athaliah, so that she slew him not. And he was with them hid in the house of God six years. And Athaliah reigned over the land. Chapter 23. And in the seventh year, Jehodiah strengthened himself and took the captains of hundreds, Azariah, the son of Jehor- Jeroham, and Ishmael, the son of Jehonan, and Azariah, the son of Obed, and Masiah, the son of Adiah, and Elishaphat, the son of Zikri, into covenant with him. And they went about in Judah and gathered the Levites out of all the cities of Judah and the chief of the fathers of Israel. And they came to Jerusalem and all the congregation made a covenant with the king in the house of God. And he said unto them, behold, the king's son shall reign as the Lord has said of the sons of David. This is the thing that you shall do. A third part of you entering on the Sabbath of the priests and of the Levites shall be porters of the doors, and a third part shall be at the king's house, and a third part at the gate of the foundation, and all the people shall be in the courts of the house of the Lord. But let none come into the house of the Lord, save the priests, and they that minister of the Levites, they shall go in, for they are holy. But all the people shall keep watch of the Lord, and the Levites shall compass the king round about every man with his weapons in his hand. And whosoever else cometh into the house, he shall be put to death. But be ye with the king when he cometh in and when he goeth out. So the Levites and all Judah did according to all the things that Jehodiah the priest had commanded and took every man his men that were to come in on the Sabbath and with them that were to go out on the Sabbath for Jehodiah the priest dismissed not the courses. Moreover, Jehodiah the priest delivered to the captains of a hundred spears and bucklers and shields that had been King David's, which were in the house of God. 
And he set all the people, every man having his weapon in his hand, from the right side of the temple to the left side of the temple, along by the altar and the temple, by the king round about. And they brought out the king's son and put upon him the crown and gave him the testimony and made him king. And Jehodia and his sons anointed him and said, God save the king. Now when Athaliah heard the noise of the people running and praising the king, she came to the people into the house of the Lord. And she looked and behold, the king stood at his pillar at the entering in and the princes and the trumpets by the king and all the people of the land rejoiced and sounded with trumpets. Also the singers with instruments of music and such as taught to sing praise. Then Athaliah rent her clothes and said, treason, treason. Then Jehodiah the priest brought out the captains of the hundreds that were set over the host and said unto them, Have her forth of the ranges, and whoso followeth her, let him be slain with the sword. For the priest said, Slay her not in the house of the Lord. So they laid hands on her, and when she was come to the entering of the horse gate by the king's house, they slew her there. And Jehodiah made a covenant between him and between all the people and between the king that they should be the Lord's people. Then all the people went to the house of Baal and break it down and break his altars and his images in pieces and slew Matan, the priest of Baal, before the altars. Also Jehodiah appointed the offices of the house of the Lord by the hands of the priests, the Levites, whom David had distributed in the house of the Lord to offer the burnt offerings of the Lord, as it is written in the law of Moses, with rejoicing and singing as it was ordained by David. And he set the porters at the gates of the house of the Lord, that none which was unclean in anything should enter in. And he took the captains of hundreds and the nobles and the governors of the people and all the people of the land and brought down the king from the house of the Lord. And they came through the high gate into the king's house and set the king upon the throne of the kingdom. And all the people of the land rejoiced and the city was quiet. After that, they had slain Athaliah with the sword. Chapter 24. Joash was seven years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Zibiah of Beersheba. And Joash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehodiah the priest. And Jehodiah took for him two wives, and he begat sons and daughters. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. And he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out onto the cities of Judah and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year and see that you hasten the matter. Howbeit the Levites hastened it not. And the king called for Jehodiah the chief and said unto him, Why hast thou not required of the Levites to bring in out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the collection according to the commandment of Moses, the servant of the Lord and of the congregation of Israel for the tabernacle of witness? For the sons of Athaliah, that wicked woman, had broken up the house of God, and also all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord did they bestow upon Balim. And at the king's commandment they made a chest, and set it without at the gate of the house of the Lord. And they made a proclamation throughout Judah and Jerusalem to bring in to the Lord the collection that Moses, the servant of God, laid upon Israel in the wilderness." And all the princes and all the people rejoiced and brought in and cast into the chest until they had made an end. 
Now it came to pass that at what time the chest was brought onto the king's office by the hand of the Levites. And when they saw that there was much money, the king's scribe and the high priest's officer came and emptied the chest and took it and carried it to his place again. Thus they did day by day and gathered money in abundance. And the king and Jehodiah gave it to such as did the work of the service of the house of the Lord and hired masons and carpenters to repair the house of the Lord and also such as wrought iron and brass to mend the house of the Lord. So the workmen wrought, the workmen wrought, and the work was perfected by them. And they set the house of God in his state and strengthened it. And when they had finished it, they brought the rest of the money before the king in Jehodiah, whereof were made vessels for the house of the Lord, even vessels to minister and to offer withal, and spoons and vessels of gold and silver. And they offered burnt offerings in the house of the Lord continually all the days of Jehodiah. But Jehodiah waxed old and was full of days when he died, and hundred and thirty years old was he when he died. And they buried him in the city of David among the kings, because he had done good in Israel, both toward God and toward his house. Now after the death of Jehodiah came the princes of Judah and made obeisance to the king. Then the king hearkened unto them, and they left the house of the Lord God of their fathers, and served groves and idols, and wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem, for this their trespass. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them again unto the, unto the Lord, and they testified against them, but they would not give ear. And the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah, the son of Jehodiah the priest, which stood above the people, and said unto them, Thus saith God, Why transgress ye the commandments of the Lord, that ye cannot prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, because you have forsaken the Lord, he hath also forsaken you. And they conspired against him and stoned him with stones at the commandments of the king and the court of the house of the Lord. Thus Joash the king remembered not the kindness with Jehodiah his father had done to him, but slew his son. And when he died, he said, the Lord look upon it and require it. And it came to pass at the end of the year that the host of Syria came up against him and they came to Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the princes of the people from among the people and sent all the spoil of them onto the king of Damascus. For the army of the Syrians came with a small company of men and the Lord delivered a very great host into their hand because they had forsaken the Lord God of their fathers. So they executed judgment against Joash. And when they were departed from him, for they left him in great diseases. His own servants conspired against him for the blood of the sons of Jehodiah the priest and slew him on his bed, and he died. And they buried him in the city of David. But they buried him not in the sepulchres of the kings. <coughs> and these are they that conspired against him, Zabad, the son of Shimeath and Ammonitus, and Jehozabad, the son of Shimrath, and Moabitus, now concerning his sons and the greatness of the burdens laid upon him and the repairing of the house of God, behold, they are written in the story of the book of the kings and Amaziah, his son, reigned in his stead. That is the end of chapter 24. We will pick up with chapter 25 tomorrow. So Lyanna's coming up next right here. 
as well as on her own channels, of course, on pill.net and rumble. I encourage you to go watch over there. And uh, then Mick and I will be back tonight, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. So come check us out right here at the Patriot Party Podcast. And then replays, both of this show will replay at nine o'clock tonight. And then yesterday's Patriot Party Podcast and Liana's show from yesterday will replay after that. So until then, I pray that God keeps you all safe and secure in the shadow of his wing, and that he sends healing prayers to all that need it. So thank you all for watching, listening, and I'll see you on the flip side. Have a great day. Crazy baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate Intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, one day I hope you see the this puppet show stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Oh, God, come back home. This crazy world is filled with To swallow, just digested. Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, always just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Credit in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Lying, not a sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. This puppet show stays on because of you fools.